You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. Yeah. What the fuck is this? That's the one. Sports as they are played. Many a wager into. That's gonna be three and zero for me this week, baby. Vegas Paul. Everyone's hoping the team will win tonight. Fuck your mother. When will our trash teams get it right? Get it right. The some beers and record a new sportscast. Yeah, good one. What the hell else do we have to do? PJ and TM drunk on the big sportscast. I'm drunk. Yeah. We're gonna talk some shit and you can too. Just dial 708 Get your take heard on the show. Dicks are out all over the Let's place. Let's smash some beers and go! Yes! Welcome, everybody, to the Binge Sportscast Super Bowl Extravaganza. I am PJ, and as always, joined by my main man, TM. TM, what's going on, buddy? Oh, I'm happy we've we've come this far. One more game. I don't think I've ever been more relieved to see an NFL season come to an end. I gotta be. I gotta be honest. I cannot wait till this game is over on Sunday. Play the rewind button because this is literally the same show every year. But with that, <laughs> is it? Uh, yes, hundred percent. With that, uh, we have brought in special guests on the show. Uh, as we heard last week, special guest, Mr. Jack Valley is here. Jack, welcome. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, gentlemen? Oh, not so much. boy. No, not that Chad. Not that Chad. The other Chad, step Chad, if you will, is also joining us. Chad, what's going on, buddy? Hey, fellas. It's been a, it's been a minute since I've been on the show. Well, you know, the and, basketball uh, trade the last one of the year, right? Until like August? Yeah. Yeah, it's usually get on a little basketball, and then whenever we don't have anything else better to talk about, that's when we get you on. Yeah. <laughs> right. so, welcome, guys. Uh, we did a little pre-show talking a lot about Hop Slam, uh, a lot about all of our blackout drinking uh, extravaganzas over the weekend, and uh, yes, now we're here ready for uh, the big game. Are we allowed to say Super Bowl? We, do, yeah. we, we are, yes, we, we are, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is it not the dumbest thing? Like, what if you're the NFL, don't you want like Denny's promoting the Super Bowl? I don't understand. It doesn't they don't want they like, want I would, I would think so, but it's all money, man. It's all about all money. About remember money. Tom remember Tom Terrific or whatever he friggin' uh patent or or uh what is it, whatever it's called? Copyrighted, wasn't it? Is that what it was, Jack? Tom Terrific? Trademarked? Something like that, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. It's all, it's all a bunch of business bullshit. You know? It is, it is, yeah. I mean, 
I guess if you're not an official sponsor of the NFL, then you can't say Super Bowl. I mean, I think they should be more concerned with the game actually being super than <laughs> worrying about what other people are calling it, honestly. so. But there's some really weird shit when it comes to that, too. Like, I'm sure you guys have come across this before, but the fact that if somebody clips a highlight of, I don't know, a player doing something, puts it up on YouTube, and immediately gets a copyright strike. It's just like, I get it, but at the same time, I don't know. I feel like there should be more nuance there. Like, again, wouldn't you want your product to be seen by more eyes, not less? It just seems weird to me. But. Well, there's there's this video. I mean, I, can, I have not been able to find it for God knows how long, but from the... Um, um, uh, not Marshall Falk, uh, Beast Mode, when he made that run against the Saints. Marshawn Lynch, sure. Marshawn Lynch. And the there's a guy that had done a previous um, YouTube video, like running a, the highlight, like the replay of like some sick rushing touchdown play that he ran, and he does a commentary on it. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of funny, you know, just somebody doing that for uh views and stuff but then he did it for lynch's run and it is hilarious and i don't i mean that's where like the whole hold my dick comes from when he turned around jumped into the end zone backwards and grabbed his crotch yeah, yeah. and people says like hold my dick and like all that stuff and it's just the funniest thing they cut to drew Brees on the sideline he's like ah shut up drew Brees!" and like there's just all these funny lines in it gone can't find it it's completely off the grid and that's probably what the reason that you're saying it probably got how many strikes and they took it down. Yeah, because if the NFL is not so making f- money from it, right? Right, right, exactly. Nope. Exactly. They need extra money in their pockets to pay their coaches to lose. Yeah, or to, you know, uh, destroy evidence uh, proving that they're railroading a team from six years ago. Well, we don't need to get into that on this show. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we will definitely get into uh, that Super Bowl uh, everything uh, that, that goes into it, kind of what our picks are, what our thoughts are, what we're hearing around the league. I just had to ask these guys because I haven't been, you know, the radio row and the Super Bowl week. I just haven't seen it as much, and maybe that's more on me than anything. But uh, we'll definitely get into all that. Uh, we do have some other sports going on. Now, in the background of my house right now, the Olympics are going on. Do you guys, are you guys Olympics people? Do you guys don't give a shit? Do you guys like buy into certain events? Because my house, the Olympics are on 24-7 for 10 days straight. And I don't know why. Um, yeah, I mean, me personally, I couldn't give two shits about the Olympics. I don't understand why they exist. I don't uh, care for any of the sports that are in them. Um yeah, it's just not my thing. So, yeah, it's on in my ha- it's in my house right now. PJ, just that's this is the first minutes of this year's Winter Olympics. I'm watching is women's curling right now. Yeah, yeah, no, I I watched the basketball over the Summer Olympics. I haven't. I can't tell you the last time I watched the Winter Olympics. I have uh, the Hornets Bulls game on at my house right now. So, so you guys don't yeah, have this be- like like. Is that an MB? Is that a, excuse me, PJ, real quick? Is that ESPN or TNT? Because I got nothing coming up over here. It's ESPN. Like yeah. I might ESPN. All right, I'll put mm-hmm. that on. There's a Warriors game after this, I believe. You guys don't okay. want to watch women's there. half pipe? I mean, come on, Ooh. let's go. No, no. I, I mean, not 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 the snow uh, sport, but you know, maybe that's a category <laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> <worth watching. I'm> not sure. <laughs> 
I did see a video of a Touché. skier like hitting yes. his nuts on one of the poles. That's uh the extent of like the Winter Olympics footage I've seen so far this year. I, I mean, this is not the conversation that I thought we would we would be or not the direction I'm sure you guys want to go in with this. But like to me, the Olympics are just one of the most corrupt fucking things on the planet. Like they literally they go to a place. It essentially bankrupts wherever they go for 20, 25 years. Like, they can't even economically recover from having the event. And then they just, like, move on to the next place. And for some reason, everybody's okay with it. It just seems like it's a giant money laundering scheme. So, I don't know. I don't know why it's a big thing. I don't know why it continues. But it does. So, Well, hmm. I mean, outside of that fact, I mean, I understand why it exists. Like, if you want to be a professional swimmer, there's no accolades in winning you know the regional swimming tournament in akron ohio like you want to be the best in the world now i would argue like does it really need to be like an nba olympics like a like a basketball olympic sport or baseball i mean those guys the nba is so littered (laughs) it's not the right word but there are so many people from all over the world in the nba it's the best league in the world why do you need to then go split up to prove that you know your brother-in-law who also wants to play is just as good as you i don't know i mean it's well it's funny that you say that because that's probably i mean i'm probably with chad i (laughs) in the summer olympics that's probably all i watch is the basketball if anything it's just because of the nba players are in it you know i mean but yeah i yeah I, i just don't care enough it's you know, ha- uh, snowboarding and like, yeah, I don't care. I don't care. I don't really care either. I'll get down on some of the bigger, like mainstream events, but yeah, I don't, my wife is the one that watches it. So well, when Phelps was like doing his thing back in the day, I thought, I mean, that was pretty entertaining. I, I, I tuned in for that stuff, but yeah, I mean, I, outside of that, no, I, I just don't care at all. It's always tough too, like in a year like this, when they're in a completely opposite time zone like Mm. what i'm watching like what we're watching right now i'm sure we could just look online and know who wins and yeah just kind of like all right cool you know yeah Eh. listen Uh, i'm having a hard enough time getting into this super bowl week pj i can't be getting into sorry yeah i didn't i didn't mean for that to take i just i was just trying to to extend it but here all right so that's your olympic coverage 2022 you guys didn't even do a medal count like who the fuck's winning come on god (laughs) my mother-in-law was at our house today talking about how bad we are i'm like what do you mean like who cares like it just started by the middle of next week we'll be winning come on I honestly had no idea it was even happening until somebody <laughs> mentioned something about it in a meeting I was in in the middle of the day yesterday. So, you know, make it out what you will. But I, I don't know. It's just, especially the last couple uh, Olympic Games, the, the locations that they've had them in, it's just like, I don't know. It's it's very, It just reeks of, like, conspiracy to me at this point. I, like, they're just, there has to be so much money changing hands. And, I, like, again... Boston was on the list of places that were vying for one of the future games a couple of years ago. And that's the last thing that I, I would think anybody who lives in Boston or Massachusetts would ever want. Because if you look at it, Nagano, right? It took them, I think, 22 or 23 years to economically recover from hosting the Olympics in, I think, the mid-90s. Um, I just don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, I think that it's criminal. 
Well, the you can't have the Olympics in that city of Boston. The design of the streets alone. Absolutely. I, if I lived there, I'd have to move out. Well, but the pro- see that's the thing though. But they would call it the Boston Olympics, but they would actually have like events in Foxborough, right, or Gillette right, Stadium. Right. Like they'd use the surrounding places. But that makes it even worse because the spr- the sprawl of that would destroy traffic probably halfway across the state that I live in. Just just that alone, you know. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. Terrible terrible idea. Anybody out there who can, like, I don't know, there's got to be a podcast series or something about the corruption of the International Olympic Committee. I mean, there are plenty of people who have spoken out against it, but I, I would love, you know what? Anybody out there who might be listening to this who's a filmmaker, that'd be a great fucking subject for one of these 10 part documentaries or whatever the fuck. International Olympic Committee, get on it, someone. Well, yeah, it's, I, you're, I'm totally with you, Jack, because what's the, the Russian good? Sochi, right? This like right. small little like resort town that essentially it wasn't ready with anything that they when they were there right. right they're like toilets were hanging off the walls or weren't toilets and now that's all abandoned and I just texted you guys all this picture since you haven't watched the Beijing for this Winter Olympics built a freestanding. Uh, right. big air ramp that is literally next to abandoned like nuclear cooling towers in the middle of a uh, area of Beijing that has no other Olympic facilities near it. And it just literally just hangs out in the middle. It's, it is crazy. And you're absolutely right, Jack. I mean, that should be the bigger question is what are we actually doing here? Just have it like the, uh, the, NFL draft and just have it in the same three spots every year and everybody pays in to have these facilities up and running and, and be done with it. Yeah. I mean, it, it starts to make me think in terms of like, just to bring it back to the Super Bowl, right? So yeah, the NFL exists as this money at the end of the day. Okay. Say whatever you want about the athleticism and the sport and the, and the you know, all of that stuff. The NFL is a money making advertising machine. Okay. That's, that's what it is. It, the, the football is the you know the focus of why you're there and consuming those ads, but the main focus of what the owners are doing is making money through advertising. Okay, so that requires fans in the stands. Obviously, they worked hard to like try and get people back there last year. Didn't work out. They got people in the stands this year because they wanted it. They've got TV deals. They've got this and that. This year's Olympics, ESPN. I don't think sent anybody over in basically in like corporate protest of some of the policies of the Chinese government. You know, a bunch of different media outlets that normally cover these events didn't even show up this year. So that, and certain countries aren't participating. Um, sure. in, yeah. in, in other countries are only participating in certain sports out of different uh, issues of protest. Like, all of this, and I, I didn't see the opening ceremonies, obviously. I don't know if people were in the stands. I, I heard months ago that they wouldn't be, except for, like, corporate sponsors and stuff. So... Yeah, okay, like, you can swim the fastest in the 500-meter pool, whatever. I don't, I don't fucking know. But, like, <laughs> that's great. But there must be a better way to evaluate this stuff and, and one that isn't so taxing on, like, both the athletes and the country that's hosting it. Like, the only people who make out on this are the International Olympic Committee. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's basically, like, another thing I read this week is that, like, 80% of all olive oil in the world has been trafficked or is, like, technically counterfeit olive oil even the big brands it's like mind-blowing to me why is nobody looking into these things you know it's just like fucking <laughs> Man, we really hit a nerve with jack that's Jeez. the end of this sports cast uh, all yeah. right on to conspiracy <laughs> theory 
Hey, look, you you let me keep talking, so I just said. I like it. No, I like it, man. Again, more interesting to me than Bengals versus Rams. All right. With that, though, let's let's move on to something that Chad, you and TM can talk on a little bit. Take it away. It's an all time sounder right there, PJ. Hell of a job. It's a real Tim Robinson sounder there. That's right. Oh, my dick. Oh, my dick. All right. So here we are. What if the trade the NBA trade deadline trade deadline this hop slam is already working. If you are listening the day this show drops, which is Thursday the tenth of February, it's today, right, Chad? Would be the four PM uh, deadline today. Three Eastern, two Central. Yep. Tomorrow. Three Eastern, or, two yeah, Central. Today, All right. Yeah, All right. So local interest for me. Um rumors of a Hail Mary trade Julius Randle to the Kings for Darian Fox. And uh, there's the rumblings of Harden, unhappy in Brooklyn. They just went on a road, a winless road trip. I think it's seven or eight in a row now. Uh, Kyrie there on the road. No Durant. Apparently Harden's not happy. What is your take on this? Is the Harden trade possible? Uh, I think it's definitely possible. And I think if the Nets are smart, they would uh, ship him the fuck out because he's not going to resign with them. So, I mean, I honestly think if they're going to do that trade with the Sixers, it just needs to happen because I think think Simmons playing with Durant and Kyrie is perfect. He has zero pressure on him. He's an amazing defender because as as much of a head case as the guy is right now, he's still a really good basketball player. You know, you can't shoot. Can't shoot free throws, but he's can guard all five positions. He's still really good. Uh, and, I, yeah, I mean, I think the, the Nets are going to run the risk of uh, just giving up all those picks and then Harden just walking on them if they don't do something. So it sounds like if, if it doesn't happen tomorrow, it, it will progress toward the summer happening. But uh, it will probably be a sign-and-trade at that point. But, I mean, I, yeah, I think the Nets should do it at this point. I mean, the Sixer, Simmons isn't going to play for them this year at this point. So... Yeah, it's time, you know. I didn't even know about that. I heard that the the Randall thing to the Kings, but that was before the Sabonis trade went down. But I, I didn't even hear the De'Aaron Fox stuff. So Yeah, 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 the the Sabonis trade. So that was, just break that down for that. That sent Halliburton to Indiana, correct? Yeah, Kings are going to King. What a fucking joke of an organization they are. They sent Tyrese Halliburton, who's in his second year, who looks like he's going to be a future star in the league, kind of a perennial, maybe even an all-pro, all-NBA um, and Buddy Heald and Tristan Thompson for two years of uh, Devonta Sabonis, who, to his credit, has made two All-Star games. He's good, but... Sabonis is a good player, yeah. He is, he is. Yeah. Right now, he's the best player in that trade, for sure. But in two years from now, it's clearly going to be Halliburton. So, yeah, I, I mean, there were two big trades that happened yesterday. That one and then the C.J. McCollum to the, the Pelicans as well. Yes. Um, now you gotta you gotta understand, man. Around here, these Knicks fans are just completely up in arms because, you know, apparently nobody, even like around most of the NBA, even knew that Halliburton was available for trade. And Halliburton is the guy that the Knicks could have taken when they drafted Obi Toppin. Now, yep. Obi Toppin's kind of a fan favorite and stuff at the Garden, and he's, I mean, he's really, I think, 
if he could get more minutes, I think he'd have a he'd be playing better than he already is this year. He's played really well. He's like one of the few bright spots. But you can't sit back now and be like, oh well, we should have traded for. I mean, yeah, everybody was so thrilled when they made that draft pick. You can't like, what are you going to do at this point? But that is true, right? I mean, nobody really knew Halliburton was even available, and then this trade just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, it totally did. Yeah, I mean, because there were rumors that the the Sixers and Kings were trying to make something happen, but it was always that De'Aaron Fox would go back for. Uh, um, Simmons and that Halliburton was untouchable, but apparently not. So, I mean, and, yeah. and, and Fox is on a max contract too, which Fox is good. He's fast, but I don't think, I mean, he's like a, like a, the, he could be like a third best player on a title team. Like, I, I just, I'm not a huge fan of Fox. Uh, I, I like Halliburton. Time under, yeah, I mean, Fox has majorly underachieved to this point. He's oh, not absolutely. even close to what people expected him to be. Yeah. Yeah. He now, went to the- Kentucky, so he had a big name coming out. And he's very, he's probably one of the fastest players in the NBA, and that's about it. <laughs> he can't shoot the ball yeah, very well. Lot of, um, lot of Kentucky blood in the Knicks front office, which is, mm. which is uh, another reason that they think that they could possibly get that done. But back to the Harden thing, real quick. I've, I, I just personally, I mean, it's kind of like, to me, making that trade with the Sixers, isn't that kind of like the Mets trading with the Phillies? Like, it doesn't happen that often. I, I just, I, you know, it's an in-conference in rival type of a deal. I, mm. I just don't see that. I mean, at this point, the Nets are four games over five hundred. Yeah. We don't know when Durant is coming back. I think that team is in a world of trouble. Like, oh, yeah. I, I mean, they were a favorite, and I don't see it now. There's way too many teams no. in the East – I mean, the Knicks were a, what, a three-seed or a four-seed last year. They're not even in the play-in game right now. <laughs> That's how much the East has improved, yeah. though. Yeah. Yeah. I, f- I feel bad for Nash, man. Like, uh, that guy. <laughs> I love Nash, but that's just the shitty situation in general. But, I mean, it sounds like New York is lifting their mask mandate, like vaccine and mask mandate tomorrow, possibly. Is that, or is it just a mask mandate tomorrow? Or, I I think it's when if I'm not sure if it's tomorrow, but it's discussed. Yeah, the okay soon. So I mean, that's the whole thing that I've been hearing too. Is like the Nets kind of want a bottom seed because they want to like, they want Kyra to be able to play. Like if they have a, the top four seed, they're going to be in more go- games at home, and he can't play clearly. But oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this no, is... I agree with you. They're, they're they're in trouble. But I I think I think that's the trade to I mean the whole. Sixers connection is Daryl Morey, who used to be the the Rockets GM. He he traded for Harden famously from the Thunder back in the day, and then went to the Sixers. So I mean that's the connection there. And I think I mean Harden and Embiid together. Embiid's playing at an extremely high level right now, and actually hasn't gotten hurt yet, so which is kind of a miracle. Um, yeah. But I think him and Embiid in the pick and roll would be pretty fucking sweet. And I think they they'd be definitely the favorite in the East at that point. Um, you're clearly not getting anything out of Simmons this year, and he's not going to play for you. So. Yeah, if, if it's believe... going to happen, it should happen, but I, I don't know if it will. I, you've had so many conflicting reports because, uh, was it Brian Windhorst from ESPN was saying, it is actively, they're going back and forth, the Nets are requesting Thibel and Andre Drummond as well as Seth Curry and Ben Simmons for Harden, and I think Harden and Patty Mills was the original. And then Oof. Woj came out and said, there's zero discussions ongoing. So there's just so much bullshit being thrown out there. So who knows? Yeah, well, I guess by 2, 2 p.m., uh, Central tomorrow, we'll we'll know. But yeah, where is the where is the love for the Bucks? Why why would Philly then be the favorite? I mean, Milwaukee's got basically the same team they had last year. You know, they added Grayson Allen. 
I, I didn't. Is it because Lopez is hurt? I don't understand. Yeah, Lopez is hurt. I mean, yeah, Giannis is still Giannis, obviously. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, in, in a seven game series, anything can happen. Um, I, I think maybe just because of Embiid's, the way Embiid is playing this year. I, yeah. I, I, listen, I, I think Jokic is the MVP again, like bar none. Like he's doing shit that has not been done ever, and nobody talks about it. Like he just put up a. 80% field goal percentage triple-double, and literally no one even mentioned it, and he's the first person since Wilt Chamberlain to do that. He's That's like every other day he's doing something. We're just not yeah. appreciating that guy. He's like literally the most underappreciated person in the NBA, and he was the MVP last year for fuck's sake. Um, it's because nobody yeah, I, knows anybody in the NBA. That is the problem. <laughs> they don't have any – they don't have – and this goes back to just everybody. I mean, you guys are talking about trades and these guys, and I know a lot of the names, but who are the stars in the NBA? And I don't mean the best players, but who are the stars in the NBA right now? All right, well, real quick, before, Chad, I'll let you answer that. PJ, who's got the best record in the NBA right now? Do you, can you answer that? Uh, Phoenix. Is okay. That correct? Yep, very okay. good. But that was 40 and nine or something crazy. Yeah. Like that. I mean, yeah, 40, I, yeah, the thing is, and I don't, you know, and maybe you're trying to prove that I don't watch the NBA. So I don't know. Maybe. No, Which, no. I was just asking if you knew, because I just heard oh, the only reason I knew the answer is because I just heard it. I heard, I heard a discussion on, on uh, the radio today about Phoenix. Like is Phoenix going to do, you know, going to yeah. win the championship? Well, no, and, I mean, and like, mine was the same. The Pistons played them two weeks ago. And I think that's why I knew because they were still on their winning streak. I don't know if they still are, but, um, but yeah. And that's, but that's my point is I, every, every article that I see, like I was just flipping through my phone and it's talking about LeBron and it's still talking about LeBron. It's talking about, and it's like, where, when are we going to, and, and Harden, right. And the Nets and Durant, like, where is the next wave that's all the bad that's all the bad i mean the nets are nine straight losses and hardened trade rumors with durant you know on the shelf that's all bad news lebron they're talking i mean you know rumors of like are they going to get rid of westbrook now it's like westbrook for john wall rumors but every one of those rumors ends with the same you know if it's a tweet or just a short comment always ends with well it's all whether lebron thinks It'll it'll work on the court, or if Le- LeBron agrees to play with him, and it's just—I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's nauseating to to it's read, a, honestly. The LeBron stuff is ESPN, man. I, I mean, they've sucked his dick for you know since two thousand two, before when he was in high school, for fuck's sake. But yeah, I mean, as far as stars go, I mean, obviously Seth Curry, or not Seth, Steph Curry, not Seth Curry, <laughs> Steph Curry. Yeah. I mean, Giannis, of course. Uh, the, the thing is, yeah, I mean, to your average person, I, I don't know. I kind of live in a bubble, so I, I don't talk to – I have a certain group of people. Like A couple of my friends are obviously big NBA fans, so we kind of obviously talk quite a bit. But And there's not a, a fucking team here in Kansas City anyway. But, but that's, yeah, I, I think there's a, a lot of ascending people. Like Ja Morant, Luka, of course. I mean, Jokic is only 20 – he turned 26 here in a few weeks. I mean, these guys are all still relatively young. Trey Young. There, there's, a, there's a big crop of, of these upcoming. LaMelo um, – it's just, you know, they're not quite at that star, superstar yeah. level yet. But. And maybe that's, I, you know, and it's nothing against, and obviously my fandom is, is much less than it used to be. But if you, if you, if you pulled the average person in 2005 versus the average person in 2022, the answers would be very different. 
right? Oh, and sure. People would be able to pick out who the superstars were. And now, you know, the, the league is so, but so much more international players are. And, and I, I don't know. It's what's weird is like in the day of social media and the day of every, players seem less, you know, the superstars seem less out there. Right. I mean, guys, yeah. you know, all these guys, like you're talking about Jokic and, and, uh, Giannis and Luca and, uh, in bead and, all everybody who's who's having and playing the best like I just don't hear from them and I don't know if that's yeah. that's more the league or it's just the NBA or I don't know I don't have an answer they, but they have good they have good agents that are telling them to shut up and stay off Twitter and just play yeah. basketball they're right. also all international so maybe they're a little harder to understand yeah, yeah. for Americans you know yeah. <laughs> so P- no PJ I'm uh, oh, sorry real quick PJ uh, Julius Randall was getting booed at the Garden and he actually. In, a, in the post game, told the fans to shut up and leave leave the team alone. <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, that doesn't go. That doesn't go over well. No, it, it right. no, no. So that's really why there are people are looking to trade his ass. Well, right. didn't what he shoved the videographer too? He was trying to show him something. Yeah, on the laptop. like yeah, he's just being a oh, baby. Right. He is such a baby. <laughs> oh, because he can't now. Everyone's keying on him, and you know, I mean, oh yeah, the only one who's helping him is. Yeah. No, sorry. Go for it. <laughs> I was saying the only one that's that's kind of helping him is Randall, and I mean um, Barrett. If Barrett has an off night, he's brutal. Mm. <laughs> I mean, the guy, the kid can really play, but man, if he has an off shooting night, they should just sit him down because it is it gets ugly real quick. And neither of the two idiots can hit foul shots. Yeah, I mean, everybody so it's knew like this. watching Shaq. Well, Randall was such a mirage last year. Like everybody fucking knew that. Like he, yeah, it was just such an outlier season from what he's put up before. So yeah, I mean, if I don't think if the Kings were to do that trade, they'd be fu- like as much of a non-De'Aaron Fox fan as I am. I think that the Kings would be really fucking dumb to do that because I'm not a huge Randall guy. So yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing with Julius Randall out in Sacramento? Like you just you just yeah. extending your losing another how many years? No, oh, yeah, it's just it's a priv- you're fighting for the seven or eight seed, which they said at this point they're like we're trying to play for the play-in game at this point. It's like cool. That's the the, yeah. the the max you'll ever get with that fucking team with Sabonis and Fox if you keep it together. They're just a joke of an organization, man. They've just balls, done balls, balls. stupid shit after stupid shit. So yeah, yeah, should be so, interesting. So Phoenix Phoenix's uh, league to lose right now. You think? I mean, they seem like the best team in the regular season, but we also saw what happened in the finals last year against the Bucks. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I would say they're the favorite right now, but the Warriors in the seven-game series with Clay getting healthy and Steph. Yeah, yeah, it's a different true. story. So, not a story I'd like to see. Unless the only way I I can be happy that the Warriors are in the finals is if it's against the Nets, because then I want to see that Durant matchup. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be. Fun. Yeah, but I don't want the Nets in. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, PJ, let's talk some football. I mean, I make comments, but I don't believe I make them on the air. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Now that we've lost half the audience, we Jack has fallen asleep. And, uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Jack's watching women's curling. Stop. No, we just want a gold. So I can stay relevant. We just want a gold. <laughs> snowboarding. Women's snowboarding. So isn't that nice? Exciting? I got the wrong yeah. channel on. Clearly, I'm watching NBA. Mm-hmm. It's pathetic. Cool. NFL postseason for the Lombardi Trophy. NFL postseason. Anyone but Brady. The NFL postseason. 
You know what? I just had a revelation about that sounder for the first time ever. You, you, that's unbelievable. When you say Belichick, because I always listen to this at like double speed, it always sounds like Jack to me. So Jack. <laughs> I'd never say that to you, Jackie boy. Jack sucks my, <laughs> no, no, Jack my, face, my balls. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Well, I'll just I, have to get some mileage out of this. I will say that yeah. It, anytime you listen to them on on you know one point two speed, then you listen on a live show, and it sounds like they're in slow motion. So it's crazy. So since the last time we uh, we did our show last week, TM, I don't know. I know you don't remember it per se because you know you were blacked out on Hop Slam, but uh, mm, mm. since that time. Uh, we've had a little bit of news, you know, non-Super Bowl related. Uh, that day that we re- re- recorded, Jim Harbaugh was essentially like locked in to be the Vikings head coach. Uh, that didn't do anything. Um, and then our entire team left for Michigan. But anyway, um, we've had a little bit of uh, coaching Coaching carousel uh, fulfillment. TM, your Miami Dolphins hired a head coach. Mm-hmm. Does that excite you? Yeah. How do you feel about that? I have nothing. I have nothing to say in a positive or negative direction. Just um, wait and see. I mean, the last time we hired like this, the guy's name was Adam Gase. So what? Like, what the fuck am I supposed to say? <laughs> Honestly, oh, great offensive mind coming in. You know, it's just, it's the same shit. So. I, I like the tree he comes from. Um, uh, Shanahan has taken him everywhere he's gone along the way, so that's great. But I just watched the season of you know Jimmy Garoppolo and the Niners' offense, so we don't have a Debo-sized individual in Miami. So I don't know what this guy's going to do. But then again, he's going to be head coach, so all bets are off. You know, I don't know what to expect. I'm still disgusted with my owner. I hope he is forced to sell and um just very down on the fence very down so yeah. it really doesn't mean anything to me at this point um did you guys see the uh the weird tweet that i think adam schefter put out when they were interviewing this guy no did you hear anything about this Mm-mm. is I it, did, oh. it this isn't the starbucks jokes that are going around is it uh no no I like, don't think so. And this guy uh, looks like uh, the, my barista in Brooklyn kind of thing. That is the dumbest no yeah viral no, comment yeah. I've ever heard. No this is this is like it just, I don't know it just struck me as weird but um basically the, the, uh, Adam Schefter I'm trying to find the exact wording of the tweet but I don't think I'm gonna have to find it in time here but he puts out a tweet and it's like you know um the uh. It was like San Francisco assistant coach Mike McDaniel, uh, who identifies as biracial, <laughs> is being interviewed for the Dolphins head coach job. And it's just like, well, it's kind of like the Louis C.K., like the doctor telling him he's only cosmetically overweight. It's like, you didn't yeah. need to say anything. So what the fuck was that about? Yeah. That's, that's really just, weird. That's the world we live in. I mean, you've got to you gotta announce everything and anything, and you can't <sighs> just shut up and just be a person. Fucking ah. terrible. 
We fired a black coach. So that means we already just hired one. So just let it go. <laughs> like This is not the issue in Miami right now. The issue in Miami is the owner offering to pay $100,000 for the team to <laughs> fucking lose and then that team to subsequently go 5-2 and two the rest of the way, yeah. whatever it was. I mean, clearly they didn't tank. And, yeah. you know, the idea that I have to sit back and listen to people that could give two shits about my organization say, oh, man, imagine you had Burrow. You could have had Burrow. I'm just like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, you could have had Herbert, but Burrow. I mean, I don't want to hear Pete, Chad. Please, <laughs> no. I, listen, I like to. I'm just, I'm just saying. What, that's a dumb argument. Yeah, you would have had to lose the rest of the games. They have the third fucking pick, so it took Tua. I, I, no, we I had think, the, we picked him at five. Actually, oh, sorry, yeah, that's, five. That wasn't three. You're right. Yeah, five. And then what? Herbert went seven or eight that year. Yeah, he Same, went a little yeah. later. It, he was not on the fan base's radar. I don't, I don't know how many times I have to keep repeating this. Yeah, Nobody gave a fuck about that kid until he was on Hard Knocks. I still, I, I, I think Tua can be fine. Like, and what has Herbert won? What has he won? No, I, I, dude, I agree. I'm, I'm a fan of an AFC West team. It's like the whole if Rodgers goes to the AFC West, he's the third best quarterback. It's like what <sighs> Herbert's done nothing. Like what the fuck. Talking about like all right, cool. He's got long hair and he can throw a deep ball. Cool, <laughs> but they haven't won shit. <laughs> yeah, you know? you know it's funny though. You just mentioned Rogers. You you think PJ? You'd think that this week's topic of discussions on Radio Row would be Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady's retirement, and my shitty team and everything that happened there. But I'm with you, man. It just seems so dead from the from la right now yeah i I haven't heard i mean you usually don't have a choice to you don't usually don't have to seek it out yeah yeah exactly there's always some storylines coming through radio row or but that you know and that that kind of goes to like the the teams and the person like like i mean stafford's not going to give you shit i mean he never get like i'm saying in terms of like uh some some sort of scintillating story you know, they're trying to latch on to Burrow, but the kid's a baby. And, you know, it's I, – I just don't know what the storyline is. And does that make for a good Super Bowl? I mean, maybe. Maybe it'll just be a good game for once and not be about the storylines. Uh, but I haven't heard anything. I mean, local talk around here, they're talking about Aaron Rodgers today again. And whether or not it's like a rebuild and whether or not Rodgers should, whether or not he wants to go through a, another rebuild or go to a team that, that is a ready win, you know, ready to win now. And I don't know what team Wait, that is. Did you say you didn't, you didn't hear he was uh, golfing at the uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open and Ooh. a heckling Broncos fan yelled out, come to Denver. And he said, we'll see. That's fucking news, oh. bro. Come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> That was literally trending on Twitter today. Like, literally, like, oh, he said we'll see to this, and then it just was, like, blowing the fuck up. I'm like, I'm over it, dude. I don't give a fuck. Everyone's like, oh, the only reason the Broncos hired Nathaniel Hackett is to get Aaron Rodgers. And I'm like, okay, all right. Like, I'm just, I'm just, just fucking figure it out. He said he'll make a decision soon. I just want to know what's happening. I'm not banking on him coming to Denver by any means. If it happens, it happens. I'll be pumped. I'm tired of being irrelevant, but... Just fucking figure it out. Like I, I don't. I'm, yeah, speculation is uh, just annoying as fuck. <laughs> when you're when you were saying that, Chad, the thing, the only thing that popped in my mind was waste mo- waste management. Yeah, open. I was like, oh yeah, well, sweet. That's this weekend. <laughs> Let's go. 
Let's go. Uh, I didn't even know what the fuck that was. I was like, "What is that?" Great a thing? tournament, management, Phoenix. Oh, okay, you don't <laughs> know like about the best this tournament for fans. It's yeah, got that par that pa- that par three like sixteenth hole that has 16. yeah yeah like uh, forty thousand seat like uh, it's a par three that's completely surrounded by uh, grandstands, like arena seating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I it always it always wild. plays yeah. on Super Bowl Sunday, like in the afternoon. Anyway, it's like, and they allow them to just get shit-faced and, you know, guys. Anyway, it's an awesome time. You cheer. Awesome. You're not quiet when the guys are teeing off. That's mm-hmm. basically what's going on. Okay. Uh, but if, if, if the Packers are going to legitimately rebuild, uh, Rodgers has to leave. He's only got a couple years left. Why would he, you know what I mean? He's not What's Tom one, Brady. Yeah, one year left, yeah. Well, see, the, the thing is, is like, I've been hearing so much. Listen, I listen to a lot of Broncos shit, obviously, but... But the rumor is that the Packers are planning to gut the defense practically, franchise uh, Adams, and then offer Rodgers to be the highest paid player in the league for the next however many years. Like, so he'd be 40 plus whatever million. Um, that seems to be the case that the Packers are going for. So, yeah. I, 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 like I said, I, I'm just over the speculation. I'm just trying to like block it all out at this point because it's just fucking yeah. it's like it's just hearsay and everybody's just throwing out their shit at the wall and hoping it sticks. It's like, all right, just just let it happen. That's why I'm honestly ready for the Super Bowl to be over so we can just get to the NFL offseason portion and get the fucking <laughs> done. It's like, all right. like, I'm just so sick of hearing about it already. It's been nonstop since the draft last year. Honestly, fucking Mark Schlereth put out it's like the Broncos are so close to acquiring Rodgers, and since that point, it's just been nothing but rogers to the broncos talk since that point it's like god damn it so over it uh, well the, hey they did they 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 did hire uh steve but what's his name from the the raiders who um who's their head coach the co- the head coach yeah uh, i don't know i never Versace. never yes, yes yes thank you uh as yeah. they're you know be the highest paid special teams coach clearly that was a issue for them uh in the playoffs this year but yeah, I don't. I mean, uh, Lovey Smith got hired. Uh, Brian Brian Flores had something to say about that. Um, where was Love? Sorry, where was Lovey Smith hired? The Texans. Texans. He got the head coaching job. Yes, sir. Yeah. Him and oh, him. no kidding. Frosty so so Josh McCown got screwed. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah, or that was some other nonsense bullshit. I read somewhere that yeah, they, it was kind of like, well, we know Josh will be a, a great head coach, you know, someday. You know, you know, or you know, in in the near future or something. So, who knows? How about you know? Josh McDaniels? Yeah, oh, Raiders. Yeah. Jack, what's I was that? I mean, that not like I'm a Patriot fan, but that, that kind of blindsided me a little bit as far as just not thinking he was going to be leaving anytime soon, especially after what he did to that pathetic trash franchise. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of so the Josh McDaniels thing. It's it's tough because it's it's one of those things where like he's been around a long time. In fact, I want to say he's been a part of the team for ever hmm, for at least three of the Super Bowl wins. But I I can't remember exactly how far back he goes now that I'm thinking about it. But in any case, his amongst the the the. Patriots fans that I talked to, I mean, granted, everybody around here, you know, love the Patriots and all this stuff, but the guys that I talked to, like, my, my friends who actually watch the games, right, and, like, actually pay attention to this shit, I've been frustrated with McDaniels for a long time, and if you look at the last couple of years, 
you know, the the year that they won the Super Bowl against the Rams, that offense was nothing special. It, it's just they weren't, you know, and, and that Super Bowl reflected that. Um, year after that, you know, uh, Brady's last season, again, not exactly an offensive uh, powerhouse, okay? The year after that, it's the Cam Newton, Brian Hoyer, Jared Siddham stuff. Uh, the offense was not great then. This past year, the offense scored a lot of points on, you know, the Jets and, and a couple other bad teams, but... Again, not a creative offense, and not an offense that like does a lot with what they have. In my opinion, you know, it's a lot of like third and long fucking screen passes to Brandon Bolden. You know, which probably would have been James White if he was healthy. But it's just so frustrating to watch. So part of me is happy that we're gonna get something new for once in terms of like an offensive mind. Um, but at the same time. This will be the third offensive coordinator that Mac Jones has in three years. So who knows how that's going to go. Um, so I hope it works out, but uh, who knows? I, I really don't know how to feel about it at the moment. Now, now, Chad, you, I mean, you're on the other side of the Josh McDaniels thing, right? I mean, oh yeah, from his I, first, never... his first go round. What's your, like, what was, what went wrong with him in Denver the first time? I have never hated a head coach more in my entire fandom of being a Broncos fan than I hated Josh McDaniels. He's a fucking piece of shit. Got there, got there, instantly isolated Cutler, who at that point in 09, Cutler was drafted in, what, 07? He was going into Yeah, going into his second, no, third season, and instantly was thrown in trade rumors. He pissed Cutler off, traded Cutler for Kyle Orton and two first-round picks, and we drafted... Uh, Robert Ayers, who was out of the league like four or five years later, and a couple other like shitty players. And yeah, he isolated everyone, traded Brandon Marshall, uh, was filming other teams' practices. They were caught. Oh, yeah. It was was the worst two years. It was awful. They gave him, which, too, for some reason, a a first head coach coming in, they gave him like GM power. He was just making absolutely, he traded a, a future first for an early second round pick that turned into. A fifth cornerback that barely even saw the field. I can't even think of the guy's name. Like uh, it was just brutal, man. Like, yeah, no, not a good uh, era. And I, I'm thrilled as a Broncos fan. I'm thrilled that the Raiders fucking hired him. And also, they just hired Tom McMahon, who was the Broncos' former special teams coordinator. Who the last the last four or five years, I believe, he was the coordinator. Which we were in the bottom like five of special teams. So he's absolutely atrocious as well. But they work together. Uh, back in the day as well. So yeah, as a Broncos fan, I'm thrilled. My brother is a diehard Raiders fan, and I've not stopped giving him shit about it since it's happened. So <laughs> no, yeah, but it... usually, you know, head coaches are better in their second stint. I that is yeah. very well documented. Belichick in his second stint, and all these other fucking long line of coaches. But yeah, I fucking hate Josh McDaniels. So <laughs> I've got nothing positive to say about him. <laughs> TM, what does your Sorry. brother think about this? <laughs> he don't give a shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a he's absolutely a fan, but he's he's not a fan like that. He's a gotcha. fan on Sundays. He does you know he doesn't yeah. just win right. Just win. I don't care. Just win, baby. Yep. Just win, baby. But that's what I was gonna say, Chad. They uh, that's I read something about him saying you know I learned from my mistakes, and maybe that's there's some truth hey. to that. But yeah, you know we'll usually see. that is the case. But we'll see. It's the Raiders, man. They're they're the Raiders. Raiders gonna Raider. They're gonna do something ridiculous, and yeah. They're in Vegas, which is always a bad sign. Like we knew, we were all like, 
ooh, these young dudes in Vegas, this is going to be a recipe for disaster. And then fucking Henry Ruggs in his second season. Speaking of, and Alvin Kamara at the Pro Bowl. Yep. Yep. Mm. <sighs> He's... Now, I read that he was actually in the altercation Saturday, was allowed to play and then arrested after the, the game. Was that true? Did anybody else see that? Uh, see, I didn't know. I thought uh, that's what I was confused about because I was like, wait a minute. It happened at like 530. So I'm like, did the game end? He went to a club, got wasted, and then fought like within an hour of the game ending. So that would make a lot more sense what you're saying. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's, uh, I don't know if that's a great look. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. But... Yeah, well, that's, is that any surprise? Any of these guys, like, you know, any of these NFL players uh, who get too many drinks in them, they think they're, you know, above everything else, and then they go and they beat a dude up on the floor and expect not to get have the repercussions, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. sorry, guys, you're not going to buy your way out of this one, although I'm sure he will, so we'll see. We will see. Uh, any other news mm. out there? Uh, was there was one other thing that I wanted to bring up to you guys, and now I don't remember. Um, well, you guys told me pre-show that the Kyler news is is non-news, but I would like to just hear your quickly your guys' take on what you think is actually going on. Is this just is this just a is this just jockeying for a new contract? Yeah, or? it's a one million percent that this always happens. Like athletes always do that. They're the people yeah. that the Kyler Murray does not run his Instagram account. He has fucking people that do that for him. So yeah, like it always happens. Like a lot of athletes even scrub their fucking count, accounts every offseason. Like Von Miller used to do that every year. Like at the end of the season, he would like scrub his whole Instagram. And it's like really, ploy, yeah, it's like a ploy to get you know a better contract <clears throat> or whatever else. Is it, with Cliff Kingsbury? Is he really pissed off? Like no, he's not mad. Like why? Why is this a story? Like it's just so ridiculous. This okay, is, no, it's good to hear day. that. I mean. It's the first take fucking cycle. Like, yeah, like Jack was saying. It's like, like yeah. Jack says, yeah, yep. yeah. It's quick in and out, and you're not going to hear about it again. I don't, yeah, I can't see him. What the, he was just the first pick like three years ago. I'm not going to trade him. He's not disgruntled already. Yeah. Like, relax. Is, is this contract up? I assume he's still got a couple of years on his contract, right? He does. He does. Yeah. yeah. So it's just him, him, right. or him yeah. being. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, it's, it's all jockeying and shit. Yeah. Is it right. not possible, though, that. When I mean, because if you go through their season, right? I mean, they're they were what the seven and oh, eight and one, whatever they were. You know, they were they were the top team record wise for most of the season. He's hurt for three weeks. Hopkins goes out for the season, and they just plummet and get blown out. I mean, a human being can say, you know what? Fuck this. I'm hurt. I don't like it. I it's just too hard to win a Super Bowl. Let me just get go. Let me go get paid to play baseball. I mean, I didn't think it was such an outlandish story when it first, you know, when the speculation first began. I mean, it could. It's possible, but I didn't realize players did the scrubbing and shit every season, kind of thing. But I just, I was like, oh, this is interesting. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, All right, yeah. fuck me. Right. Move on. No, it's, I mean, obviously it was people. It was I'll people, my hop slam people were talking about it. It was it was news for a minute. Gudra was it was Gudra that posted in the fucking messenger. I don't know. Yeah, Gudra was 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 uh, posting a lot about it. But I it was just it was just media here. I mean, it, yeah, that's it, I didn't again again. It's just another example of why of of why I just question like again what you said, PJ. It's like what are we doing this week? Like just get me to the friggin' game. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
the I mean, I, I have to I have to mention this is the resident Patriots fan here, but the uh, an article came out from Mike Florio doing his Point. due diligence on a bunch of shit from the past like decade or two of uh, of the NFL. And he uncovered some information that Jeff Pash, who was the general counsel for the NFL during the deflate gate bullshit, um, he basically ordered the ev- the study of uh, pressure PSI of footballs throughout the entire 2015 season to be destroyed. And nobody seems to know why that was done. Um, Apparently, some of that data corroborated the truth of what actually happened about the balls being deflated for the dumbest fucking scandal of all time and the dumbest bullshit ever. I don't even like thinking about it, but it just has to be said. These fuckers were corrupt. They are corrupt. We're obviously finding out how corrupt this league is more and more as time goes on. But it's just nice to see some stories on uh, you know NBCSports.com and... I think maybe there was an allusion to it on NFL.com. Uh, finally, finding some evidence that says that the NFL, uh, you know, push, you know, kind of turned the screws to uh, the team, and frankly owes uh, owes nothing to anybody because they make up the rules and they uh, decide who gets punished for them. So, uh, just some bullshit, just some bullshit. But uh, had to mention it. <laughs> All right, and that's a mic drop. Bye, Jack. No, you right. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Home dick. Home dick. <laughs> okay. I don't like these uh, impromptu drops. It's not fair. I need a less. I need a lesson off air on this. Sure. What, uh, one other. Uh, <laughs> one other thing that uh, came out just today, TM, and this will make you so happy. Yeah, the NFL is set to play regular season games, and you know who's going there: the Miami Dolphins. To Germany. Yeah. <laughs> Munich. Next what? year. Next year. 2022. I don't know if Miami. Are we is. really going? No, I don't know. But I, I'm just I'm just making well, an assumption. We can't yes. go. Yeah, they, maybe, no, they we'll announced... play, maybe it'll be week six will be in, in London. And then week seven, we'll just stay over there. We'll go to Germany. Yeah, didn't they that wouldn't Munich? be as bad. They announced Munich in Aztec City, Mexico, too, right? Next year. Oh, yeah, yeah that's yes. Munich I like don't. 2023 and yeah, yeah. I, I I think the odds of the Dolphins playing in Germany though might be a little bit lower, just because we have that guy Jakob Johnson on the team, and um, he was a he was part of some campaign this year for like German players entering the league or something. Something about the international program. The Patriots have ties to like German players somehow, so it's kind of been speculated for the last year and a half that. If the league were to have games in Germany, they're probably going to be like a Patriots home game to start. So we'll see what happens. But. Yeah, it says here. So the next year, four international games next year. One in Germany. Wait, hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. This doesn't make any sense. Anyway, five international games. The way this is written is stu- Anyway, five international games. One in Germany, three in England, and one in Mexico. Did not announce the. I mean, the, the schedule's not made, but they didn't even announce who the the home teams are. So, pretty terrible. Pretty terrible. Five games. Mm. 
It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure this one bye just, week. Yeah, I, I was going to say week. this. I'm sure this is just delayed from three years ago um, due to COVID and all that. Right. Well, just remember, Miami is the only team that played in London that didn't get a bye the following week. So, you know. Well, it's they make, knew makes your coach sense. Was make cheating. sense out of that. Can we make sense out of that? Because I can't. Your coach it is just a cheater. Doesn't make that's any why. sense. Your coach is a cheater and a racist. No, my owner is a cheater. Or your owner, not I'm my sorry. coach. Your, your owner is a, a my, my new coach. We don't know my my new coach. He's biracial. That's well, who identifies as multiracial. And well, that's who it. Works Thank at you. Starbucks. <laughs> so we're there. So we're there. Okay, good, dude. Oh my god, turned. The turnoffs to this league continue. Can we talk about this game, please? Why don't you bet more on it, okay? Relax. Yeah, let's never bet again on it. How about that? All right, <laughs> let's let's uh, let's let's. All right, wait. Do PJ before we before we yes. get into the game, the, Chad? The big game. I, um, Not the yeah, Super Yeah, I just the I just deposited twenty five bucks and took the Donovan Mitchell over points, and. They, it's nine nothing. You just cut out terribly. What you said, Donovan Mitchell, and then I didn't hear the rest. Over, over twenty five and a half mm, points, and they have no points after to the first time out. It might, it might not, it might not get to twenty eight to two that the Nets were at against the Celtics the other night. But hey, hey. all right, you should, all right, uh, Bengals, uh, Bengals, Rams at Bengals. The Los Angeles Rams playing a home game. Dressing in the road locker room. Can we start with that? Can well, I wanted. I was actually talking to my son about this, telling him, you know, because he was saying they're playing a home game. Is that actually going to happen? Or I guess my other question is: usually these stadiums have like four locker rooms, right? Because okay. you have like college teams. Well, you got two home teams in this one, right? You got the oh, Chargers are a home team in this true. building also. So right. But, like, all these stadiums always host college games and all this, but I assume that, like, the Rams and the Chargers locker rooms don't get used. So, my question is, has that been confirmed? Will the Rams be able to use their own locker room? I have been told no. By uh, league sources. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I asked a couple different people today, and everybody had the same answer that it's true. They're it's they true. they're not in the home they, locker room. But, yeah, but see, you're making bringing up a great. You're making a huge point. There are at least four locker rooms in this building. So, mm. and the the building was built two years ago. I mean, yeah. I I'm sure it's really even, not that big of a deal. Yeah, I would assume there's there could even be more. Who knows? Um, All right, yeah, but yeah. here's the question though. If that's the case, and the Rams are forced to use one of the visiting locker rooms, does, like what? How is that? Fu- how fucking stupid is that? Like why? Why? They're it's not just, the home uh, team, Jack. They're not the home team. Cool, but who fucking cares? Like I don't, I don't understand. Well, there could be. That, there, that's just a. There could be an advantage, right? There could be some sort of advantage to playing or having your own locker room i don't know what that advantage is i'm not an nfl player but like you know maybe the massage girl is better known in that locker room than the other one you know she's used to being there and you know doing her thing was that a deshaun watson uh comment no no, (laughs) okay the Bengals, not the rams will be the official home team for super bowl lvi due to the nfl alternating 
the designation between conferences each year. This means they'll use the Rams' typical home stadium locker room during the game. That's crazy. Like, mm. I don't want somebody putting their balls on my chair. Like, if I'm Stafford, yeah. like, Joe Burrow's balls don't better not be on my chair. <laughs> right? No? I mm. get I guess. I guess. PJ, I'm interested. That you, like, you really aren't rooting for Stafford at all? Like, you just – what do you have against Stafford? Like, I don't oh, know. No. I'm, I, I'm just interested. No, no, no. I'm not not rooting. I, I don't know. I, I was talking with a guy today. <laughs> um, I'm very interested to hear this take, so – I have I have a soft spot for Stafford in my heart. Like I feel mm-hmm. like he gave his time for Detroit. He deserved to to get out. But there's also a part of me that, you know, Stafford didn't shine in the biggest spotlights that he had here in Detroit, even when like the Lions teams were getting like top five defense. Calvin Johnson, Golden Tate, can't get it done. So if Stafford went out and like completely laid an egg would i be like crying for him no you know i'd be like told you so but (laughs) i think he i think he deserves to get a win and then he'll be like uh ever you know aaron Rodgers. he and aaron Rodgers be on the same level right (laughs) i mean that's i mean so you can't yeah, flags fly forever, and championships are what matters. So you, there's, yeah, no denying that. And I, I have nothing. I have no ill will towards Stafford. He didn't, you know, he never like vocally came out and said he wanted to get out of here. He never, you know, he was never a bad dude. He's actually a really good dude. And you know, it was kind of a a drunk conversation he had with Sean McVay that got him to the Rams. Mm. Now. Would him, the question here was always, you know, he's always a good leader on the field, but like, would him being a more vocal guy in the media, more vocal guy, like to his teammates, would that have maybe sparked the Fords to do more? Sure. You know, and will I be pissed that he wins? Not because he wins, but because the Lions essentially gave up a Super Bowl winning quarterback of course but that's just because as jack says the lions are a pathetic trash franchise and mm-hmm. until the owners go away they're always going to be that maybe not to the level of the colts jack i'll give you that but mm. they they just don't know what to do with what they have and now we're going to go and sign golf again, and it's going to piss me off. So, uh, But no, I'm not rooting against him. I literally have no rooting interest one way or the other. I think I'm really just rooting for a good game. And that's how I've been kind of all these playoffs. I haven't really had a rooting interest one way or the other, so I haven't been high, I haven't been low. It's just been a fun ride, as much as TM bitches about it. All right. Um, the Rams will be using their own locker room. The differences are Bengals will get choice of uniform. Rams will call the coin toss as the visiting technical visiting team, and the Bengals will be on the home sideline. 
that that makes so, a lot so, more sense. Yeah. So the information I just so Google was wrong. The New York Times is right. There That's how go. we're gonna play this. <laughs> what? Yeah. All right. Google was wrong. Yeah. The internet, the interwebs. Yeah, I thought didn't... Google was always right. Yeah. Yeah. Not fuck Google. <laughs> um, what do you guys think? So, Since we're on this Stafford, let's let's continue this Stafford conversation. I mean, where do you guys stand as outsiders, and maybe Chad even more so than TM or or maybe Chad or Jack more so than TM. Like, do you guys, what were your thoughts on Stafford when he was with the lions? And now what is your take on Stafford? Was it all the lions fault? Is Stafford always been this way? I'm curious to think your stance now. Go for it, Jack. You traded me him in dynasty. So yeah. that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I've always liked Stafford in terms of, well, fantasy actually that's, that's, you know, where you get exposure to all these players. It's how you learn who everybody is, blah, blah, blah. I've always liked him. Um, he was always the guy that I would try to grab in fantasy, like in the mid rounds, you know, because he was always like a decent quarterback for if you could get depth elsewhere. So, you know, kind of translated into me being like, yeah, he's a little underrated. Um, I never thought he was like a world beater. Um, good pocket passer, but... And it seemed like he did like take a lot of hits when, in the games that I'd see him in. But my only... I, I mean, I got to see him play once in person. It was... Uh, it it might have been that season you're talking about, PJ, or you mentioned before, like the top five defense season. They came to Gillette Stadium as like a really strong team. I think it was a September-October game because it was pretty warm, memory serves. And um, they were one of the better scoring offenses in the league. And I think we held them to like nine points or something like nine to 35, maybe somewhere in there. Bragger um, day. Bragger day. So, but it was something like that. So like the only time I saw him in person was kind of, you know, wasn't like a great performance, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Seems like a nice enough guy. It does seem like he ha- had like a lot of bad beats on his lion squads. And yeah, I mean, if I, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as, as you, like you said before, though, I just kind of hope it's a good game either way. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't have too much of an opinion on him, but that's, that's it. What do you think, Chad? I, I, oh, TM or whatever you can go TM. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, I, I think that the opportunity for Stafford to win the Super Bowl is what I would be in, in a very small way, rooting for if you will i i mean joe burrow's cool but i'm not in this joe burrow hype train like a lot of other people are um so i think the most happy outcome for me would be stafford winning and that's probably just because pj we've done this show together now for so many years and i just have heard a lot about his career you know being in detroit and stuff and i'm an afc fan so I don't really want to see the Bengals win, right? I mean, I guess my affiliation should be in the Super Bowl and the NFC because I'm an AFC fan and I don't want to fucking play the Bengals next year and have to hear the Super Bowl champion kind of thing. But again, I'll just double down on what you guys are saying. Just give me a good game, please. Yeah, I think you guys are yeah. like, uh, I don't know. You guys seem so negative about this game. Like, uh for, for me, personally, I'm just burnt out. <laughs> no, I, I, I feel you. I feel yeah, yeah. I get that. But like, we've just had like so much. It's been Brady. Listen, don't Brady's the best quarterback ever. I'm not trying to shit on Brady or whatever else. Like, guy has seven fucking rings. 
But like it's just been constant, you know, Brady, these these teams in the Super Bowl, the Chiefs the last few years. These are two completely I mean, the, granted, the Rams were in the Super Bowl with the Patriots and it was like the most boring Super Bowl ever oh, for non-Patriots worst. fans. Yeah. Twenty nineteen, right? Jared Goff. Um <laughs> Yeah. I'm actually pretty excited. I think this will be a fun I have zero rooting interest in. I don't give a fuck. I, I think if I'm rooting, I'm rooting for the Rams because Vaughn is on the Rams, of course. Uh, but yeah, I just want a fucking good game. Same, like, I, I, I I don't know. I, the the fact that the Bengals have been such a laughing stock for so long and they're in the fucking Super Bowl is kind of cool to me. I don't know. For for those fans, I'm, I'm excited for them. So yeah, I I, I like, uh, I like the matchups. I think, I think the Rams will probably win because of the, just because of the offensive line of the Bengals and. Yeah, you can stop. Maybe you can. Maybe yeah. Maybe you can stop Donald, but can you stop Vaughn and Leonard Floyd? Or maybe you can stop Vaughn, but can you stop Leonard? Like they just have so many pieces that they haven't played against leading up to this point, and I don't know if it'll be overwhelming for them. And maybe Joe. Maybe Joe. Yeah, I'm kind of over the uh, yeah the hyperbole with Burrow this week. It's like Joe Burrow can do no wrong. He's fucking flawless. His second season. It's like, all right, I'm already over it. <laughs> so, but hey, they're the team. They they do seem like the team of destiny. It kind of feels like, like, you know, bottom seed beat the one seed and the two seed in the AFC, and they're here now. So, the one seed Tennessee yeah. Titans, right, Tim? <laughs> yeah, the worst one seed in NFL history. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm excited. I, I'm 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 excited for the game alone for the fact that it's kind of something new and. Yeah, it's something different from the last like ten years of Super Bowls. It's been the same few players or teams. So I I totally yeah. agree, and that's why like I had mentioned like TM TM started this show with wanting to get the season over, but I've been I've had a great time with the postseason thus far. Yeah, outside of fun. what the mm-hmm. one the one weekend was it Wild Card Weekend? No, can't whatever it was when there were just like three really bad games. Otherwise, I've had a really good time. I'm really looking forward to this. And that's why I, I, I'm saying, you know, some people can, you know, watch a game and have a rooting interest and they don't care if it's a bad game. I have no insur- rooting interest like you, Chad. So I just want it to be an entertaining game that I'm locked into the TV and want to see it, you know, however it happens in the end. I don't care yep. who wins. Um, you know, Burrow, he's got time, right? So if Stafford exactly. wins and he's gonna get it, you know, get his one now, I'm totally okay with it. It doesn't matter. Yep. Um, but you did bring up a good point. I think uh, in conversations I was having today, I think the Bengals are gonna struggle with the Rams defense, with the Rams yep. D line in in particular. Um, I did read something today that said Jalen Ramsey wants Jamar Chase. That's apparently what's out there. I don't know if you guys heard anything about that, but um, yeah, I saw that as well. Mm. So it leaves T and Boyd, T Higgins and Boyd available. So yeah, yeah, those are the props to look at right there. Those two guys. Yeah. Well, you know the. I think that any like. Four of us sit here, watch all the games every week, red zone, what have you, fantasy, blah, blah, blah. I mean, the 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 matchup in the trenches, really, like, how do the Rams not win this game, I think is the is the pretty straightforward analysis and all this. But I am one of many who bet against the Bengals three straight weeks and lost. And it's just kind of like, okay, 
I'm not going to bet against them on Sunday. Do I think the Rams should win this game? Yeah, I think they should win it by two scores. But the factors that um, are variables for me are obviously Joe Burrow. Um, Whatever the Cincinnati coaching staff can do at halftime, because they did it against the Chiefs twice, the adjustments that they make, it's impressive at this point. I really don't know what else to say about it. And uh, Sean McVay's coaching ability in a big game, I think it's something we need to discuss here because, you know, we can go back to the Patriots Super Bowl. We can go back to big games during this regular season, but let's look no further than the NFC Championship game. The guy's burning three timeouts in the third quarter with the with the reviews. And, I mean, he just has a history of, you know, calling a game extremely tight, uh, calling a big game very tight, and I think that's a factor. I mean, I think ideally the storyline I would really enjoy here is, just like we all said, a very good game. Give me something like 24-21, 27-24, Stafford playing a clean game. I don't want this guy to make it to his first Super Bowl and throw two interceptions and everybody fucking, oh, he's good. the real Stafford came through. You know, all that kind of yeah. nonsense. Yeah. I don't want to see any of that kind of negativity towards any of these guys. I just want... Uh, I just want a clean game, a close game, and if it's the kicking game, then the you know, Bengals will probably fucking win because that kid's just incredible. What a weapon! And um, but yeah, I, I believe you know it's in the trenches. But when you saw what the what uh, Tennessee did to the Bengals, nine sacks, and what you hear about that now is praise to Joe Burrow. For not throwing interceptions and not fumbling the ball, just taking the sacks, laying down, keeping his team in the game. Wow. Are you fucking kidding me with that analysis? Because any team, any other team in the postseason that didn't have Ryan Tannehill at quarterback would have won that game by three friggin' scores. <laughs> so, you know, that the I'm, you know, I'm getting into that frustration mode with these playoffs this year, but... The Bengals are here, and good for them, and it's a really nice story. But I expect the Rams to take it to them. I, I just don't see how it doesn't happen. But that's kind of the that's the analysis of this game that I'm I'm foreseeing. Twenty-one to ten, Rams at halftime. Beckham open all day, two touchdowns. Acres moving. You know, it's like they can't do anything wrong. And then the Bengals come out in the second half, and Stafford throws a pick, and Acres fumbles, and they can't. You know, couple here and there, and it's twenty-one thirty. It's it's like the same story every fucking week. And so, if that's the case, I'm gonna be blowing up your guys' phones in the third <laughs> quarter, saying, "I told you this was gonna." You know, he's really fucking getting pissed off about it. Because I'll never get over. I just don't understand what the Chiefs did in the second half in the in the conference championship. It just it, it screams fixed to me, and I, I'm you, never going to get over it. You, and I'm not the you, only person that I've talked to that believes this. I've been I've been seeing a lot of uh, speculation that Mahomes was concussed, which is why he's making a lot of the decisions he made. Kind of interesting. Ooh, <laughs> that's interesting. I mean, he was running figure eights. Maybe he was just dizzy. I mean. I loved every second of it, but it was pretty yeah, brutal. Sure. <laughs> it was pretty brutal. As if it's I was a Chiefs fan, such, like, 
I mean, like, the, they were able to, every running play they ran worked. Every pass play they ran worked. I mean, yep. you just couldn't be playing better. Even, oh, yeah. even when they blow the end of the first half, you've got to be on that team running into the locker room being like, eh, doesn't matter. It yeah, was the only time we didn't score. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm not, I'm not over that. I, I mean, I just don't, it's the kind of stuff that exhausts me throughout an NFL season and, and which leads me to everyone's getting upset with me right now, but I don't care. Like I need this to be over. <laughs> I look for, I, you know, I love doing this show every week. It's so much fun, but when you get to this point of the season, fantasy's over. I had my worst fantasy season ever. <laughs> Gambling's over. I don't, I'm not sitting here counting fucking C notes and like, just, I'm just over it. I'm just like, all right, let's get it. You know what game I keep thinking about? Jack, um, the first Patriots, the first Brady Patriots win 32 29 against the Panthers. Give me that game. And we're yeah. all, we're all going to have a great time. You know, like oh, that, that was, was such a fun Super Bowl. That was uh, that was their second win. The first one was the Rams. Oh, correct, correct, correct. Or actually, no, 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 this? no. That was no, Brady's no, no. The first start. one's the Rams. No, no. First one's absolutely the Rams of Vinatieri. Um, but I always get confused if the Panthers or the Eagles come first. Uh, I think it's the Panthers was the second. The highlight of Tom bringing his hands up to his head like in disbelief on the podium mm. is that one though it is the yeah. panther one yeah 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 um, that's like that would so, be a fun game like a team that's not supposed to be there right against like you know a higher ranked team kind of thing that would that would that give me that that'll be great so i'm going to bring up something that's not directly related to this game but a trend that i've seen become more prevalent in the past i don't know 5 Five years, maybe, maybe less than that, maybe, maybe a little more. Um, it seems to be a trend that I've seen that started with at least the first instance of it that I can think of is when Andy Dalton inadvertently got the Bills into a playoff game. So then the Bills fans started donating to like Andy Dalton's <laughs> right charity, uh, yeah. charity or something. Okay, and then like the Bills fans have done this a couple of times. And now it seems to be spreading. So this the story I'm looking at right now. It's Bengals fans pay it forward, donate equivalent of twenty six thousand meals to Harvesters, which is a Kansas City food bank. Okay. I, now I want to I want to get some opinions on this. Now look, I'm all for uh, you know make the world a better place, all that shit. That's great. I, I, it's something about this feels pathetic to me. It just does. Like you, you know, you beat a team and then. What is it? It's like the the fan base is sticking the knife into him, and it's just like, yeah, not only did our team beat you, but we're just so fucking superior to you guys that now we're going to donate all this money to, uh, to to you guys just to remind you not only did you lose, but your own fans couldn't donate this this level of funds to uh, you know your local charities. So suck on that. Like what? What? I don't know. So, so, so even- the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Chiefs fan base donated a bunch of money to Josh Allen's. Uh, charity right. after that game, and I said this to my wife, Jack. I'm on the same. I, I'm of the same opinion as you. If I'm Josh Allen, I'm sitting there going, "This is great and all, but I don't need your fucking money, and it doesn't make me feel any better about what just happened." It's fucking That's, soft, right? Am I out of my mind, or is this well, fucking that soft? Would, 
it's a nice gesture, but when it's a gesture from the team that just won, it's kind of right. like, wow, cool, but it doesn't soften the blow. Like, well, I that's, still but I don't tight. think yeah. what Jacks. I don't think it's them say it's not them softening the blow. I think they're being double double downing on being dicks. Right? I mean, it's well, I time. thought the idea. I thought the mentality was. Hey, look, it's kind of what um, Patrick Lear said when he called in after that game. He said to, basically to Jarity and, and Bylanock and my wife, he was like, to the Bills fans that I know, it's just unfortunate that somebody had to lose that game. So in that sense, doing that, it wasn't like they did something for the Bills. They beat the Bills, right? But it was like Josh Allen played the fucking game of his life and he deserved to win. So, hey, let's at least kick his charity some money. And I think I don't think that's being a dick. But at the same time, I just don't think it's necessary. I think it's just like like the whole thing with the with the with the Andy Dalton thing. I think it's a different situation. It's like the Bengals Andy Dalton performed in a way that helped the Bills make it to the playoffs. So that's the Bills fans saying thank you. It's different. It's completely a different situation. I guess so. I just, I don't know. There's something about it. I, I, I can't put my finger on it quite. Like, I'm not against these charities getting money. I'm just, uh, uh, something about it. I, I just, it doesn't well, sit well with me. I, I, can't, think the, I can't describe I, it. I think the Bengals situation is a little bit different than the Bills situation. Or, you know, those two games. Because, TM, you're right. It was a, it was a game that was at a high level of performance by everyone. Whereas... The Chiefs just more or less let the Bengals win that game. You know, like they, the, the Chiefs had that game. And so the Bengals miraculously coming back and then trying to say, hey, thanks for the hospitality. Here's some, like, I, I'm with you, Jack. I completely agree with this situation. Maybe not as much yeah, as Yeah, that's a, that's a kick in the deck. That's yeah, saying exactly. go fuck yourself. And right. I agree yeah. with you, Jack, that like them doing it and being like the underdogs it's like mm. like act like you've been there before and i know they haven't right but like how about actually go win something too right like mm. if they go out and get blown out like tm was saying by the rams then all the chiefs fans are just gonna laugh in their face like all right well good right. job you know yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It just I, I can't. Yeah, these are the things seems, we're talking. It just about. seems douchey. These are the things we're yeah. talking about. Super Bowl week. There's just no story. Everybody's too likable. All right, I got one. Tm, what do you think about OBJ about to get a fucking Super uh, Bowl? Right? Yeah, I was gonna ask. <laughs> <that>. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll say this. I'll say this to Chad on air. I mean. He's playing well, right? I mean, I don't think he's a top five because the the top five receivers mm, in the league are five. all no, no. He's they're all on the other side of the field on his <laughs> roster. <laughs> he's not but top being, ten. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not top ten because Cup is one through eight. 
Well, five years <laughs> ago, when we had this him. conversation, uh, he was. But uh, yeah, another, <laughs> he might have had the ability. He maybe he had the ability, but he was a giant. So let's be honest. Yeah. And then he went to Cleveland, and he did less. Well, see, that's the thing. That's that's the whole thing. It's like I've never seen his first two or three years in New York. I've never seen a receiver come in and do the shit that he was doing. Like, yeah, he had that immaculate catch and shit, but he was like playing out of his mind. It's like this is weird with Eli, and then yeah, it just has went downhill from there. And you're like, fuck this guy. He's not top five. And you've been right ever since. Like to your credit, like he has not been top five. But that for was, those two yeah. years, he was he was there. And then yeah, he just fall, he's fallen off a cliff. So <laughs> what now, PJ was Stafford a number one pick? Yes, he was number the first overall pick. Yeah. yeah. So OBJ has only played with number one overall picks. Do you realize that he played with Eli Manning, oh, Baker. Baker Mayfield? And fucking Stafford now. I mean, the guy has had every opportunity. Now, did and he play I, with... I heard a story this week about why he's performing in, at, in L.A. And the story was he has respect for Von Miller and Aaron Donald. And I don't believe that that story is completely correct. I think the truth of that story is these motherfuckers pushed him into a corner in the locker room when he got there. And they said, now you're going to shut your fucking mouth and you're going to play football. And he probably said, yep, no problem. Well, yeah. Because those guys would fucking eat him. Well, yeah. Exa- well, yeah. Respect, respect, like, kids respect their parents because their parents beat them, right? Like, there's, <laughs> <laughs> like, the PJ, same- it's 2022. Wait, you guys don't do that? No. Well, but- we'll talk about that on our, right. on our bourbon show next week. That's right. <laughs> but no, they, they, uh, you're absolutely right. Well, there yeah. is, there, there is a level of respect. But also just the respect that the team's been there and done that, right? Like, they know what it takes to win where OBJ's never been in that situation, really. So, now he didn't play with Daniel Jones at all. Was he gone by that time? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you're, okay. I'm just asking. You might be fact-checking me, but. I'm not fact-checking you. I'm just using my brain. He might he might not have been on the field, right? I mean, right. At, at that point, he you know because he got they gave him the the big contract extension and then they traded him. It was you know. So you're right, Daniel Jones was probably there. So it was brief. So I was I was it. looking through this article that was going through like positional rankings and ranking which team had the advantage. So as speaking of receivers, so here it talks about the receivers and I just you know. Three receivers and a tight end. So, LA's got Cooper Cup, OBJ, Van Jefferson, and Tyler Higby. Bengals, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and CJ Uzuma, who says he's going to play, apparently. Yeah, he's not going to be 100%. Where do you guys stand? And I'll tell you after, like, what this article says, but which, which of those two groups do you take? Hmm. I think off of this, the 2021 regular season, I'd have to take the Rams. Yeah, it's a- just because of the monster season that Cup had. I mean, Chase was great, but Chase was kind of disappeared in the middle of the season and then came back. Well, isn't it if Cup has like 118 yards in the Super Bowl, he has the most receiving yards ever in a postseason or something like that? It's something weird. It might not be quite that. Yeah, I, that I sounds hearing, close. Yeah, I remember hearing something. If he has a certain amount over 100 yards, he has the most. We've just not really been talking about him that much. But 
Yeah, well, what is it, 17-game season now, too, so it's a little different as far as, like, his receiving yards. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard not to take the Rams, though, because of Cup. <laughs> I mean, that guy's been out of his mind this year. Then Van, yeah, but, and then, even and then the Van's credit, they haven't even had Bob but, Woods, yeah. I mean, no, what no. OBJ's done since he got there, though, is, I mean, on most teams, is number one receiver statistics, you sure. know? yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. I know. I, I, what I'm hearing is that Tom has got a o, Odell Beckham Jr. jersey on the way to his house, right? No, now. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. Settle down. Settle down. They say, I was just like, OBJ's got, he's got just in the postseason, just in three games as a number two, he's got 20 receptions for 236 yards and touchdown, which is for a second receiver, also next to Cup. Is is everything, and he and he's shown up in big spots too. But I don't know. I mean, Cincinnati. It seems like they don't have Cooper Cup. But on any given day, any one of those three guys has been able to show up and be like that number one guy. I mean, it was it was in that Kansas City game, right? It was T Higgins that came up with all the big catches late in that game. So mm-hmm. I it's mm-hmm. and and. I don't know who I would take. I think because of Cup, I think I agree that I would take the Rams. But, you know, who the fuck is Van Jefferson? Right? I mean. Well, I would take I would take Boyd over Jefferson as the three. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no Bob Woods. No Bob Woods there. Mm. So if Ramsey takes Chase out of the game, I think that's advantage Bengals because of the options of Higgins and Boyd. I mean, you you know, it's those are those are three. You know, you're not going to take Cup out of the game, but if you can take Chase out of the game with Ramsey, there's the weapons are still there. See, yeah. I it does it, think... it does it does hurt that Uzama's is not going to be 100 percent though. I think that Mixon is like the fucking wild card here because I mean, if he goes off and you know the Bengals can establish a run, that's a totally different story, but. It's yeah against the defensive front of the the Rams, a uh, hard task. But I mean, if if he gets going, yeah, they could could do some damage. But yeah, they got to yeah, do a lot I mean, of screen. They're gonna have to do a lot of screens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would sure. think. Yeah. Well, and that's you. Both of you guys just brought up. You know, taking out Jamar Chase. You know that opens it up for those two guys. Or if you know uh, Mixon can get. I mean, it all when you're talking, it all comes down to that front seven for the Rams. You know, good, you know, Von Miller, yeah. Don, uh, Don, fucking, can Sam Darnold just go away so I stop? I know, right? I Darnold. do it, Darnold, Donald, Donald, Darnold. Uh, <laughs> it's true. It's true. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I like both quarterbacks' ability to stay in the pocket. Obviously, we saw like whoever said the figure eights by Patrick Mahomes, but Burrow yeah. and Stafford have. Very good pocket presence. Very uh, – the ability to escape when they need to, but don't feel like they need to escape like when there's an ounce of pressure in their face. So, um, I don't know. Anything else? Any other uh, – you know, we kind of talked about the coaches. I agree with UTM. Like, I'm not a huge fan of McVay. We know what happened when, uh, you know – uh, with the Rams game in, in 2019 um, with the Patriots and being able to just 
you know, and I, I know Jack, you brought the inside information about, you know, Goff not being able to read a defense, which isn't Stafford, but I don't mm-hmm. McVay bothers me sometimes with his arrogance. It seems trying to do too much, trying to call whatever, you know, big plays that he doesn't need to. But the other thing is, I don't know that much about Zach Taylor. I just, I don't, I mean, I know he was on the hot seat, right? I mean, but. Yeah, I mean, you would think like McVeigh, it's, you know, maybe he learned something from the last time. But I, if, if he gets just like worked up in big spots, there's no way it's not going to happen again. I mean, maybe the comfort of being in your home stadium could play a factor, but I mean, I would be. I'm of the opinion there's going to be minimum sixty percent Bengals fans in that stadium. I mean, I just. I mean, are there enough Rams fans in the world to fill that stadium fifty percent? You know, like I just. I, I mean, the, the way the Niners took that building over twice, in in the last you know three four weekends of the season, it's just like. I don't know. I mean, I think that could play a small factor. I don't really think it matters in the end, though. I mean, I think we'll know pretty early if if the Rams are getting in the backfield, it's going to have to be Joe Burrow heroics, and I just don't know if he can do it against that defense. I mean, the only reason that the, the, the Bucks again, a very injured Tampa Bay team, but the only reason they were in that game is because the Rams were asking them to be with a fumble here, a fumble there. You know, I mean, it was just... Yeah. Not a game that like that should have been a dominant win. I mean, they did have to come back on the Niners. I would kind of like to, and you guys can tell me that that's not the right thing to say, but I would like to throw that game out because it's an in division NFC championship game playing a team a third time. I mean, that's just there's a lot that goes into that, I think, mm-hmm. yeah, from a preparation standpoint. So on paper, this should be this should be twenty seven seventeen Rams something like that. But I'm I'm too I'm so hesitant to call it that way. I'm clearly not going to bet on it. Um, it's all about Super Bowl squares for me. You know, I don't I don't want to lose any more money. As Donovan Mitchell airballs a three pointer, shoot me in the fucking head. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just like uh, I mean I it, this is probably the dullest of the. Uh, the Super Bowl preview shows that we've done, or at least I've been a part of on this podcast, but it's just like Thanks, there Jack. isn't much. But it's just the truth. There isn't much <laughs> yeah, to yeah, That's the last time you're coming on. <laughs> but but no, like, you, realistically, that's it. Like, that's it. No, like, I, what I else? I that's mean, what, the vibe, yeah. You want to talk about the halftime show? I mean, I don't give a fuck yeah. about that. Either. Like, just, well, uh, one whoa. of our big listeners <laughs> would love to talk about it. Chad D cannot believe that, that I we... don't want to talk about it. Yeah. You can't believe oh, we haven't talked okay. about it every week. Yeah. What the, I just don't think. Yeah. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I fucking, I think rap and hip hop has been uh, a dumpster fire for the last like 20 years, but I sure. do love, I, I like Kendrick Lamar quite a bit. So I'm, I, I yeah, actually, I'm, uh, for, for all the Super Bowl shows that have been, they're fucking, what was it? The Bruno Mars in the Red Hot Chili Peppers and shit. Like there's oh, been a lot of yeah. bullshit. I'm uh, I'm semi interested. Dr. Dre should be on it, so I'm I'm semi interested in this one. But uh, <laughs> Snoop Snoop Dre and Eminem are going to be pretty fucking awesome. I mean, I, you know that's that's I'm, my generation. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> and I don't. I'm I mean, not going to mind same, it. Same, same. I was listen. Dre was my guy. Okay, but yeah, Kendrick, yeah. Kendrick's fun. He's from Compton too. I like Kendrick, but yeah, it, 
compared to some. I of understand the lineup. I understand the lineup and and being in L.A. Super Bowl and stuff. That's cool. I mean, I'm into all that. It's for me. It's just uh, you know. I mean, how many beeps are there going to be? How many edits lyrically? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's kind of that was like my first thought about it. It's just like wow. Yeah. Cool. I mean, okay. So every Snoop and Dre song that I can an Eminem song I want to hear. I mean, it's that's going to be my viewing analysis is i'm going to be like oh how did they change that lyric you know like i can't wait yeah. for that stuff yeah yeah, yeah. That, that, that was my first thought it's like yeah i mean i it's not my favorite genre of music but like i i like some dre i like some snoop but like what the f- yeah. what are they gonna what are they gonna play that they can play on prime time on a sunday night for for like the nfl audience like i don't Every get it cd What's... we ever had jack had parental advisory explicit that's what i'm lyrics. saying yeah, yeah. like i know I mean, they're they're kind of going in the dire- the right direction of like appealing to, I guess, the demographic that they want to like a little skew a little bit younger than you know. I I, I guess I, I don't know. It just seems. I'm telling you, I, I I know it's popular on the internet in the last couple of years. I've been thinking to myself for a long time, but like, you want to get a wide swath of people. Make Weird Al the central fucking Super Bowl oh, halftime show performance go. and let's bring go. in. All the different people that he's parodied over the years, and it would be it would be fucking gangbusters. Everybody yeah. would love it. Everyone, I'd be all over that. Yeah, I bet. Just... I bet you this. I bet you this halftime show is is killer. I, I really I so. do anticipate it to be highly entertaining. Like you guys just brought up the Bruno Mars. I, I kind of liked the Bruno Mars. At the time, I was in a wedding band, so I had been playing. And you half made it the Benjus song, okay? That's why. Yeah, and it that, makes and that. Hey, that it was Pete's makes... idea. <laughs> but no, no, Pete actually came up with that sounder. I recorded it. Um, <laughs> but the uh, listen, I mean, we've gone through. I mean, Jack, I'm not trying to put this one down, but the Who, which was great yeah. to me, is not something that pleased the oh. masses. I mean, oh, it the, wasn't. The, yeah. The, yeah. It was good though. I liked it. The Bruce one was like, I mean, people can't be more angrier. Oh. I mean, that was Jersey though. Oh, I mean, I love. I, I mean, for me, I love the Bruce and the Prince ones. Like those are oh, Prince those are the fantastic. two I think of. You know? Yeah. yeah. But like you know, you know, it'd be great. I mean, did we have Tom? We did have Tom Petty, right? Tom Petty. Yeah. Yep. Was, um, was, yep. See, they were going that whole classic uh, rock route for a while, which yep. I'm I'm all for it, you know, but. You don't please everybody when you do that. And you don't please everybody sure, sure. what you're doing this Sunday. But I do think that this will work better than, say, The Who. Or I think, I think as, long as, as long as they don't try to overdo it, right? Mm. Just let them come out well, and I think do Snoop's their thing. got a handle on, on – on, I think I mean Snoop is so mainstream right now with the Corona commercials and stuff. I mean he's everywhere. Everybody knows who he is. Come Sunday, you know. So mm-hmm. he's got his his wine is crushing it in the market at least around here. I mean you can't keep the stuff on the shelf. So I mean he's he's very very mainstream at this point still. So and the Kendrick Lamar chat, I couldn't fucking tell you what this guy looks like or one song of his. But if you're telling me that. He's that good. And who's who's the chick? Is it Mary J. Blige? Yeah. Who's I honestly, the, the I honestly have no idea. I, I, I don't know. I, I know that Ken, yeah. out. Kendrick is, is, is from Compton. It's what Dre and Eminem, he's on uh, Interscope with them. Like, he's been, yeah. Right. He, he's kind of yeah. like the big name. Outside of, well, fuck Kanye. But, yeah. He, uh, in hip-hop the last, yeah. like, 10 years, he's been the most relevant. And he's actually pretty good. So, yeah. 
Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So you got yes. Yeah, and it's Mary Patrick, J. Blige. Eminem, right? Mary J. Blige, and Dre. <laughs> oh my God! I can't wait for Eminem to take the mic. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. But Chad D was like, "Oh, you know." I don't understand why you just don't want to talk about it. And I'm like, I, I don't know. We're doing a sports <laughs> podcast. I don't really feel like that's that's the topic yeah, that wait, we don't need on. to be talking four, about in November. Do you mean four white guys talking about hip-hop isn't right. appealing for the mass? No, no. This is actually a great time to talk about it. I didn't want me and PJ talking about it when they announced it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, Chad, you're white? Yeah, <laughs> what I you didn't know this? Identified wow. as as bi Caucasian because that's what <laughs> I do. That's it. Maybe you know. Actually, I am I am bi colored. I am white, and in the summer, I am red. How about mm, that? You, you fucking <laughs> cocksuckers. <laughs> uh, SPF forty don't do nothing for this boy over here. I'll tell you that shit. <laughs> Hey, Donovan Mitchell for three. Oh, I have a pulse. I have a pulse, oh, baby. Let's go. Alive. I love these live bets. Let's go. Only 20 more points to go, baby. That's okay. <laughs> there it is. Thank there you, PJ. Is. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's All right, make so our let's... final score right. predictions. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I actually have one. I've got I've got 24-21 Rams, and that would win me 10 grand. So let's go. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Super box pool, baby. Box pool. Are you doing a square, a big squares pool this year? Yeah, that's the one that uh, my buddy and I, I, I would say my buddy and I run it, but he filled 90 boxes before one person answered me. So <laughs> this year, this year he ran it and my family was able to get in. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. But that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at 4-1 with the Rams. So let's go. Okay. Okay. What, yeah. what is, is the spread Rams by four right now? Is that it's on DraftKings as of this moment? It's actually four and a half. Okay. Which is, I think, is a lot with what the Bengals have done to get here. But I ain't betting. Okay. Okay. Until okay. Sunday when I get drunk and text PJ at six thirty. <laughs> Four and fifty seconds. I just hammered the Rams. No, yeah, you, no, you'll be like, all I need is Stafford to run one in. Let's go. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, if I was gonna get okay, if I was gonna get nuts, I would probably take Beckham to score a touchdown. Um, Stafford two plus touchdowns, and I would have to bet. I, I in my gut, if I was gonna lay on this spread, I would. I have to take the Rams. Right, I want it to get to like four, three and a half, which is where it opened at four. But I can't, I can't lose four straight fucking games to Joe Burrow, right? So, and then I would be if if in any explanation of this game going the Bengals' way, I would have a horrible four hours, and then probably beg you to record Sunday night. Just so I could fucking admit vomit on the microphone because my wife probably would say, get the fuck out of the house. So I don't wanna I don't wanna feel that way on Sunday. But I would I can't put money on the Bengals because I just don't see it. Yeah. All right. Well But again, uh, I, I didn't see the, I didn't see them beating the Chiefs, you know, so I don't, I don't what know. What the fuck anything. do you know? Yeah, exactly. Fuck me, right? Let's have another hop slam. Jack, Chad, <laughs> who wants to go? Anybody? Jack. Um I'll take it. Twenty-one uh, thirty Rams. Um, I don't know. I, I I just see a situation where the Rams get way out ahead, and you know, fourth quarter, the Bengals statistically could still do it, and 
you know, a little prevent defense allows them to get a couple of touchdowns in there. But I, I don't know. I, I'd like to see a good game. I hope this is it. And yeah, 21-30. That's, that's, so, that's also an over. The over is 48 yeah. and a half. So I'm under and Jack is over. Okay, so I I don't see the Bengals winning this game unless they win the turnover margin pretty substantially, and it's it's it, I think the Bengals win in a close game if they win. Uh, I don't think they win in the blowout by any means, and I don't know they they do they do kind of feel like team of destiny a little bit, but I don't know I think I think the Rams defense is just too much here, and uh, for that I'm going 31-17 Rams in this two touchdowns two touchdowns nice. That's an over. Yep. That's an under. That's a half point under. Thirty-one seventeen. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Paul? I I agree with Chad uh, that I think the Rams defense is going to be too much, uh, and I also agree with uh, Jack's take that this may be a last minute touchdown to get them back into this game. And actually, so I wrote this down, Jack, even before you mentioned your score, but. Uh, I've got 30 to 22 Rams because I think it's going to come down to needing a single possession game. It'll be 30 to 14 and they'll score and go for two and then it'll be there. So I think there will be an opportunity in this game for a late score, like a late tie. And I just don't think it'll happen or it'll happen too late. And they'll, the Rams will run the clock out. You know, the Bengals will score to get it within eight and then the Rams will be able to uh, hold on and and win it kneeling down at the end. So yep, that's that's what I see. I think we're all on the same page. It's just a matter of how fast the Rams come out to begin, and then whether or not the uh, Bengals can keep pace. Wow! So all four of us have the same vibe on this game. I am absolutely putting thousand dollars on the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're definitely gonna win now for sure. They're gonna win going away. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> Stafford's going to throw would, a would, pick six would, and another pick, too. Exactly. The Bengals win by two scores. I mean, the way that this season has gone, I would not be surprised. That is my sole reason for not wagering on the spread and just mm-hmm. trying to sit back and, and take one in. You know, just enjoy, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Chaotic season. It's been extremely up and down. Very, very volatile, uh, you know, speaking in uh, stock market terms. It has just been a very strange year. And, uh, I mean, we're looking at, what, two four seed, or a three and a four seed? Mm. Yeah. Is that what what this is? What was the the line I had heard? It was a trivia question I I heard. It was uh, these two teams. So if the Rams are the four, yep, because they played the five, and then the Bengals were the three, because the Bills had to beat a four. So for four and three, they were the total is seven. When was the last Super Bowl where the total number of the rank, you know, of the uh, seeds equaled this number? It had to have been the uh, Packers. The six seed Packers. You are yeah. correct. Yep, that is the answer. Yep, very good, PJ. So I know my stupid says, Aaron Rodgers trivia. Right. Well, hey, listen, it just says a lot for you. Just got this is a good example of you just got to get in the, the tournament. 
right? Um, sure. Would be exciting if my team could ever get there, but my team can win 10 games and not get there. So I am just Me too. ready for the break. Ready for the break, PJ. Ready to drink yes. bourbon and talk about baseball <laughs> and the Braves. Anything else? Yes. Baseball's not a sport, though. It's not, not, right, now. It's not right now. It's not right now. <laughs> it's a courtroom drama. Well, thanks, guys, uh, for joining us again. Again, I... I, I Agree, Jack. This is, you know, a little bit of a lackluster extravaganza, but it's Oh, would it's... you guys stop putting the show down <laughs> yeah, live on well, air? I, I, I this mean, is a fun I had a... show. All four Listen, of us Listen, not for nothing. Or... Not for nothing. I, I texted PJ earlier today and I said, look, I said, I, I'm getting killed at work this week. I, I don't have time to put the beat Pete. Like thing together. I'm like, all I need is to drink beers tonight and talk sports with my buddies. So there you go. And that's a podcast. I think we so did. So everybody listening, I hope everybody enjoyed it because this was therapy for me tonight. And I appreciate the three of you for the two hours, you know, we just spent. And I, I mean, look, it's it's Wednesday night going into Thursday morning. I am very excited for Sunday at 630. I can't wait to sit down and watch the commercials and every play of this game with the sound on and all the weird ways I've watched the games all season and rewinds of games and all the Dolphins bullshit games I've watched when I should have been watching something else so me and him, me and PJ could actually do a show that made sense, but instead of watching <laughs> my asshole team, you know? I mean, all the time that we put into the preparation for the show, which is not actually like... And, like planning anything it's watching this league for fucking 21 weeks i mean it all comes down to this game i mean it is the ultimate culmination of the what really drives this show and that is the nfl and so like just get me to sunday at 6 30 i'm gonna pour a fat bourbon on the rocks i'm gonna enjoy the shit out of it and follow it a hop slam for the second half and just let me enjoy it you know, and it's CBS too, right? Are we not dealing with Nance and Romo? I thought it was oh, NBC. I thought it was Collinsworth and Michaels. Oh, even worse. Was, it, well, wait, no, I thought funny. it was CBS. Because you, get to hear, because, you get to hear Collinsworth I, going, oh, I played for the Bengals for fucking 13 years. <laughs> no, and you can hear him say I, I, pass rush because he yeah. can't say pass. Yeah, pass. Why do we get his pass rush from Aaron Donald? Yeah, oh, yeah. God. It's Colin, just worse. baby. He played for the Bengals, oh, bro. You get no. to hear about that like five times throughout the game. Oh, I love oh, no. Cincinnati, such a good city. Uh, it's like, fuck off. You know, when I was there, we <laughs> gave it our all and just came up a little bit short, but sometimes that's how it goes. Here's a guy, Joe Burrow. Oh, God. That, you see, now it's already getting ruined. See, but to, to, to that, though, Michaels is like what? 80? Al Michaels has got to be approaching 80, right? Big, He's fucking big gambler. But he's Big fucking wager. still on his. He's still really good, though. I like Michaels a lot. Still, I think he's still pretty solid. So. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Yeah. I think Collinsworth. Me, I think me, me, his me. worst moments are, are when he gets distracted by Collinsworth, who is the worst. <laughs> oh, he's he the worst. Yeah. Oh God. All right. I know you guys I, hate Romo. Collinsworth's way worse than. Romo. Oh no! 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 I, no! no, no. I, I, I would have enjoyed Romo and Nance for the Super Bowl. I. I mean, more, more times than not, Sunday Night Football is muted. For me, or fast forward. Yeah. I hate I hate Collinsworth. I really a, do. I, he, no, he just, yeah. he, 
I've said this before too, Chad. I I think when I made the original sounder, I originally think I was making it for Collinsworth. And then I just realized (laughs) that it would work better for Romo because literally all Collinsworth does is suck dick. Oh yeah. Anybody Mm -hmm. who's having a good game. It doesn't matter if he's never had a good game or he's the worst player in the league. If he is having a good first quarter, it's dick sucking time. T- yeah, t- yeah, total company dude, like total network guy. Like, oh, I mean, listen, yes. this guy, yeah, he's just not trying to say anything bad, which is why I think Aikman actually got better this year because he didn't, I feel like he didn't give a fuck this season because he was like talking shit on the quarterbacks and like, I wouldn't have made that decision, Joe. Like, I was like, whoa, Aikman. It, but I see, I was kind of with you guys too because like this season, I thought Romo was the worst he's ever been. But, like, when he originally started, I kind of liked him. But I kind of soured on him this season. I don't know what it was. But because he's kind of he's trying to guess the plays and none of them were ever correct this season. I right. feel like maybe that what, that's what it was. But I'm like, dude, stop, stop predicting well, this. You're not getting it right. <laughs> well, the thing with Romo that you can't help but think every time he's like, oh, now they're going to run to the left, Jim. You know, all that shit. It's like, dude, so, like, did you know this when you were in the league? It kind of seems like you did. So explain to me your career all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> it's called fumbling I mean, the snap on a, on an extra point or whatever the hell oh it was. That sums God. it up right there. <laughs> Although he did he did mock himself at the end of one of the games last week that obviously you know came down to a last minute field goal, you know, for him botching the snap. Oh, I think it was when the Bengals were when they were deciding if they were gonna kick it on second, third fourth down or whatever he was like well you know there, there can be a botched fumble here and there i was like all right romo all right i'll give you a little, well, little right and what, the, what had happened was um out what he what he had said prior to that comment made no sense and that, that they've, i've heard this talked about at length on uh sports radio they're like al michaels couldn't recover from what he had previously said in time to laugh at him making the joke about himself so it all fell apart. It was like a bad like minute oh, of that's, broadcasting. Yeah. yeah, I've heard it like overanalyzed. It's pretty funny, actually. I remember listening to it live, and I was just like, where is he right now? He's, he's overly excited in the moment. Like, you're not broadcasting now. You're just geeking out as a fan. And you got to kind Ugh. of rein it in a little here, buddy. All right, so it's oh, – I can't believe it's Michaels and Collinsworth. That does kind of ruin it a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, oh. oh, well, what are you gonna do? No, but Aikman had a Aikman, Aikman is a seasoned veteran now. I mean, he's he's probably the best one. As much as I kind of like rag on Joe Buck, I mean, the guy can call a game. And oh, he, I he like do, he does like baseball really well for Fox too. So it's everyone around like, so is everyone around me hates Joe Buck because of the uh, 2014 World Series that he was just sucking off Bumgarner and the Royals were in it and so they're all like fuck Joe Buck. But I've always liked Joe Buck. I have nothing against Joe Buck. I think he's a good baseball and football uh, commentator. So yeah, I'm in the minority, I guess. But there's, there's nothing wrong. Yeah, he wasn't making any mistakes sucking off Bumgarner. In that World <laughs> no, Series. he was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was actually on point with that call. <laughs> Go away, KC. Fuck that team too. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here, guys. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Call in after the Super Bowl. Leave us your uh, voicemails. I guess we're going to do a Super Bowl wrap-up show. Don't know when. Oh, yeah, it's going to be about 30 minutes long. Yeah, and we'll wrap up the season as a whole. We'll look back on what our predictions were uh, from the beginning of the season. Nobody needs to fucking hear what I 
have That's to right. say after this game. Everybody already knows. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks, Chad. Thanks, Jack. Uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week. So, peace. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget... Shut up! I'm waiting. For the most part, fans are dumb. Oh, dude.